You are listening to Shades of Grey podcast, episode 16. I am your host, Carmen, and today I'd like to talk about Kenya Moore, the Dallas Cowboys, and more. So let's get started. Welcome to the Shades of Grey podcast. If this is your first time listening, then welcome. The Shades of Grey podcast is produced every Friday for your enjoyment, and show notes are found in the description box, as well as shadesofgreypod.com. You can also follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Shades of Grey Pod, and my personal Twitter at CDGrey89. All social media links are in the description box. Now let's get to the show. Happy, happy, happy Friday, you guys. We have made it yet again. Oh, man. Oh, man. Let me tell you about my week. Well, first off, let me start by saying happy birthday to my mother. Today is her 58th birthday, and I could not be more elated. My mother is my best friend. She snatches my edges when I get too big for my bridges, but she's also my shoulder to cry on when the day is just too much to handle. You know what I'm saying? Um, So happy birthday, Mama. And my week has been fine. I've just been encountering a lot of laziness and a lot of liars this week. And I'm not sure if the heat has anything to do with it, but y'all need to stop lying (laughs) and do your fucking job. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm coming in hot, but listen. If you want to be the head honcho, you want to be this person in charge, then you have to assume everything that comes with that title. You know what I'm saying? Just like, uh, if you want to be the head honcho, then that means you also have to handle things when things go wrong. That doesn't mean that you pass the buck and put it off on your team. No, if you are in charge, it falls on you, not on your team. And if you're not ready to handle that, then you need to just simmer the fuck down you know what I'm saying and then just laziness I've been encountering a lot of laziness and my mother always says that the lazy man works the hardest you know what I'm saying and it's like if you just do this shit correctly the first time I won't have to bother you (laughs) because I'm gonna catch an error that's what I get paid to do you know what I'm saying so it's just it's just been a lot of that going on and it's been very frustrating and because of that frustrating frustration I've been like lashing out at people which isn't right you know what I'm saying and because I've been such a jerk to a few people at the job I burned myself on an iron a couple of days ago and that's just how my karma comes back I'm I'm mean and nasty to people when they don't deserve it and so the universe is like let let me show you (laughs) so I burned myself with the iron on my arm it's a big burn too but um I apologize to that person and they were like no I didn't take it personally well you know it's not about whether or not you took it personally the fact of the matter is I shouldn't have done it you know what I'm saying and so you know I learned from my mistakes and because my karma comes back so quickly um it just keeps me in check and it just keeps a lot of people from getting their feelings hurt so you're welcome (laughs) 
But let's get on to the show, you guys. Alrighty then, we are back in action like we never left, right? <laughs> what do I want to start the show off with today? Okay, so I read that in Real Housewives of Atlanta News, Kenya Moore will not be returning. And I could not be more elated because she is garbage. Do you hear me? She's just... I never liked how she would always instigate all of these situations and then play victim and then just have a completely disgusting disposition all of the time. She's just... And girl, you born to boot. Like, is anyone buying anything from that hair care line? And like, where are these productions that you're speaking of? I'm just drawing massive blanks here. But maybe, hey, maybe she's working behind the scenes as like um, an executive producer of sorts. Or I don't know. Maybe she's doing wardrobe for somebody. I don't know. But I'm just... I'm glad she won't be returning because especially this last season, it's like, girl, like, we know you bought and paid for that man. Like, we don't care, but we just want to, well, I didn't really want to see him, but I'm just saying, like, as a fan of the show, everyone is very open and very vulnerable, 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 that is the word, Carmen, get it together, um, you know, with their situations and you were just, oh, I'm too big for this, you know, girl, stop it but for me Kenya is that type of person where she's just so trash the majority of the time that when something sad or unfortunate actually happens to her it's hard for me to find sympathy for her because you know when you put foolishness and negativity out into the universe what do you expect to come out come back to you you know what I'm saying so Girl, you know, I caught some backlash because, you know, I talked about her when she went to go see her mom and her mom was not having it. My whole deal was if you were genuine with trying to mend that relationship with your mother, you shouldn't have brought a camera crew, number one. And then I know that it was painful because I couldn't imagine not having a relationship with my mother. But like I say, because you're just so ill in other aspects of your life, I'm like, leave that woman alone. And I think her aunt even told her to like, don't keep knocking at that door that metaphorical door you know what I'm saying but whatever girl I guess they couldn't negotiate the terms of the contract and so Bravo was like okay bye and I'm not mad at them I just hope that they do not bring Phaedra Parks back because I cannot stand big trout mouth Phaedra she got a big ass mouth and her teeth are really little and that makes me feel some type of way. <laughs> uh, what else is happening? Okay, so Jerry Jones of the Dallas Cowboys said that he is requiring his players to stand for the national anthem. I did not expect anything less from Master Jones because he's just an old white man. So my expectations are not that high but what I will say is that the NFL is just trash I've been boycotting the NFL and will continue to boycott the NFL because for a league that is 
68% African-American. For you to just look over the plight that is happening in the communities of your players, you're just garbage. And this is just modern day. It's just modern day like slavery you know what i'm saying so you just go back to like ancient rome and you've got the coliseums and you get your ass down there and play and if you die oh well no one gives a shit you know what i'm saying like that is what's happening you know what i'm saying and i have my own opinions i'm always saying well if no one plays there's no league so why don't y'all just stage a massive player boycott but i understand that people have families to feed and who am I to, to, to say that that's what they need to do? But I will say, as the fans, we cannot turn our television sets on. We cannot buy the merchandise. We cannot go to the games. Because that's what you have to do to like these big racist companies. You have to hit them in their pocketbooks. You know what I'm saying? Screaming and yelling and protesting is cool. But when that bottom line gets fucked with, that's when they're like, oh, oh. Hold up, hold up. You know what I'm saying? So, fuck Jerry Jones. Fuck the Cowboys. I mean, just fuck the Cowboys because they suck. <laughs> That's funny. Um, what else? Um, prayers up for Demi Lovato. I am not, like, a fan of her music. I don't listen to her music. But you never want to see someone, um, you know, almost overdose. And drugs are a real thing. You know what I'm saying? And... I feel like everyone's just so focused on marijuana and, and they're so focused on like opioids and stuff but like heroin is like that's a big deal and I hope that it wasn't cut with like fentanyl or anything but I know she's been struggling with addiction for a while so I hope I hope that she just gets the help that she needs I hope that she has a great support system and not just a bunch of yes people around her i hope she's with some people who are really going to let her know that this is life or death and either you want you want to help yourself and we're going to help you do that or you're just going to keep down this path but you know strength and prayers to her um okay papa john <laughs> papa john is suing papa john uh, he said, I will not go down without a fight. That's what he said. <laughs> but I think that he is suing the company for documents, um, specific documents about the incident in which he used the N-word during a conference call. But my whole deal is, I mean, you said it, dude. So just like, just bow out gracefully. Like no one needs to hear like your extra whatever's you said what you said and you meant it you're just upset that you got caught that's how i feel about a lot of things that happen you know um we don't always regret what we say but we do regret getting caught you know what i'm saying so papa john just just get your life <laughs> what else okay so tammy roman i don't know if any of you heard but I just heard maybe a week ago that Tammy Roman is getting her own spinoff. Um, it's called the Beverly Hillbillies. And I think it's going to be on VH1 if I'm not mistaken. But um, I'm pretty sure most people knew that she did not want to do this season of Basketball Wives. But 
I guess they basically said, give us a season, we'll give you a spinoff. And she was like, okay. Um, but Tammy is saying in Life and Style that she is very thankful for the upcoming spinoff because Basketball Wives is hurting public perception of her. Now, here is my thing, Miss Tammy. VH1 didn't make you throw them drinks in people's face. VH1 didn't make you start these brawls. VH1 didn't cause you to have this perpetual chip on your shoulder. Tammy Roman did that. You've been showing your ass since season one. And I get it. We all evolve and we all grow, but no one made you do that. That's just who you were at the time. And like I, like I say again, we all grow and evolve. And I can appreciate what she's attempting to do on this season of Basketball Wives. But it's like, she's one of those people to me who are like, I'm a work in progress. I'm a work in progress. Or, you know, the Lord's still working on me. The Lord's still working on me. Okay, yeah, but you're consciously being a dick to people. So don't consciously be a dick and then say, you got to cut me some slack because I'm a work in progress. I'm working on it. No, because you could just walk away. You could just not cut somebody out. But you wanted to. You wanted to take it there. So my perception of you is my reality of you. You are a very combative, angry person. And like I've said on... Um, the reigning opinions podcast that i co-host with crystal clear um you need some grief counseling because 150 years later you are still not over kenny anderson okay you're still holding grudges you need you need some grief counseling you need some anger management um but although I do not care for Tammy's personality I will never knock anyone's hustle that woman is out there grinding her ass off um figuratively and literally no I'm just that was fucked up Carmen (laughs) but yeah girl nobody made you do those things okay they're great for ratings but you just have a combative spirit and that's okay too but just don't don't make it seem like basketball wives is the reason why you're so angry you you did that sis and that's okay okay what are we going into next let's go into some odd news there are actually quite a few little stories that i saw but we're just gonna breeze right on through all of them um the first one A lady in Tennessee wasn't invited to a house party, so you know what she did? Anyone? Anyone? She burned the house down. (laughs) She said, you not gonna invite me to this party ain't gonna be no party, okay? Until the fire marshal shut it down. Well, the fire marshal on this way, and you're going to jail for arson, dear. (laughs) uh what else did i see okay so if you're listening to this at work then just pull up your googles okay pull up your googles um new zealand 
is asking Australia to change their flag. Now, if you pull up New Zealand's flag and Australia's flag, they do look very, very similar. Okay? And so, you know, they both got the dark blue background. Um, they've got the Union Jack emblem. You know, and they've got some stars. You know what I'm saying? The only difference that you see are the color of the stars. Okay? I think Australia has um, white stars and New Zealand has red stars. Um, but yeah, the Prime Minister of New Zealand is asking Australia to change their design because guess what you copied us New Zealand had the original design first and so I'm like in a world with famine and disease I'm fighting for you to change the design of your flag because we had it first <laughs> I guess this is where our priorities are and that's that's okay. Uh, what else? Palo Alto, California. A teenager breaks into someone's house for not jewels, not money, the Wi-Fi password. What is happening to our youth? Like, I'm just not understanding. I guess the kid was like, I don't have any internet at my house, and I can see the Wi-Fi pulling up from my neighbor's house, so let me just, you know debo the password about him and but no that's breaking and entering so you're gonna go to jail and yeah that's that we have to make better decisions people so i'm just <sighs> this next story i think it made national news um there was a man who was caught working out at a planet fitness naked <laughs> But he was arrested and he was like, but I thought this was a judgment-free zone. Listen, sir, this is a judgment-free zone. You can come in here with all of your roles and, you know, bad fitness and get your life together. This is the no judgment zone. If you want to be in here, like, showing off your muscles, carry your ass to Gold's Gym, okay? But Planet Fitness is a no judgment zone so that you can feel comfortable at whatever level of fitness you are to come in here and work out, get that blood pumping, endorphins, all that jazz. But you cannot be nude. So my issue with him being nude is obviously he's naked in public. And two, did no one see him leaving the locker room naked to walk over to the treadmills and get on the treadmills naked or did he start off clothed on the treadmill and just started peeling away layers until he was completely naked there's a lot of unanswered questions here a lot of unanswered questions here like like um how would you react if you saw someone like working out naked uh, let's do a story time so i used to work at a casino in new orleans harris new orleans and i remember that there was a guy 
I think he had just lost in a poker tournament or something like that. And at the time, I was working at one of the restaurants in the casino, but it was right up front, kind of by the doors, close to the security stand. And this guy goes into the bathroom, and then a short time after, he comes out completely naked, and he's screaming at the top of his lungs, you've taken all of my money, you can have my clothes too. And so I just swiftly walked over to the nearest phone and I was like, security is a naked man and you should probably come and get him because this is very awkward for me. Um, but yeah, so it's like, so I wonder if it was like a situation like that where he was clothed and then disappeared and he came back naked. How long was he naked? Like this article did not answer a lot of questions for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I probably want to run or would have run away screaming to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> uh, what else happened? Okay, so there, um, there's a zoo that's being accused of painting donkeys to look like zebras. <laughs> I don't put anything past anyone anymore. Officials at an Egyptian zoo are denying allegations that two zebras on display are in fact donkeys painted with black and white stripes. <laughs> oh, jeez Louise. Is that what we doing out here in these streets? Are we like, are we like lying on our zoo animals? Is that what we're doing? Speaking of odd animals, you guys, you know what kind of pet I want? I know, I'm crazy. I would literally love a pet raccoon. You know they call them trash pandas. But I just think they're so cute. They're so cute. I would get it, it's rabies shots and all of that stuff, but I think that a raccoon would be like the best pet ever. Maybe I should edit this part out. But yeah, 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 yeah. They painted donkeys. And I think that that is just... So how much does a zebra cost? Like, and where would one get a zebra? Like, do you just go to Africa? Like, hey, let me buy a zebra for my zoo. Or do... Maybe they didn't know how to get zebras, and that's why they painted donkeys to look like zebras. <laughs> um... What else is going on? I think that's it. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it for all of my odd news, you guys. Um, damn, that zebra story is funny. Uh, so I watched all of my shows this week, but the only two that I want to talk about that I really cared about because they were they just had some weak episodes this week, in my opinion. But love is so. Yeah, if you haven't watched this week's shows, you should probably just cut me off now. But, um, so this past episode of Love is, there was a part in the episode in which Norman sat down, Angela and Neri, and basically said, hey, Neri, I would love to give you an opportunity to write this script. But as part of Angela's contract, I owe her one. So I'm going to give it to her. But I'm going to get leave it up to Angela if she wants to co-write the script with you. 
and then he left the room. So Nuri automatically assumes that, hey, Angela's my girl. Of course, we're going to co-write. This is going to be great. And Angela's like, nah, girl, you should have negotiated a better contract. We need to let our agents handle this. But no. And I was like, mm, that's kind of fucked up. But then that's kind of like, that's how the game go. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know, like, if you're friends with someone, but if you have the opportunity to you know get to the next level I mean you want to take that chance you know what I'm saying but you also don't want to be shitty right and Angela was a little shitty she was basically you know just telling her that she was really naive and that you know there's only so many slots in this game for african-american women and I'm not gonna give my shot up just for you blah 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 right fast forward Angela's pitching her script and they're dogging it right they're just dogging her script and they ask Neri for her opinion and Neri takes the high road and she backs her friend because that's what you do shout out to Neri because she's clearly more mature than me because I would have said your shit's garbage because <laughs> you hurt my feelings so it's garbage you know what I'm saying but um and another thing that I noticed in that episode was that Yasir is a little bit controlling and I don't know how I feel about it you know what I'm saying he's always I know he's older than Neri but I feel like he's trying to like parent her or like son her in a way and I don't appreciate that I cannot stand a controlling man like you can give me suggestions but you're trying to tell me how to dress and all of this other kind of crazy shit and I I'm a Leo. You can't just be telling me what the fuck to do. Okay? And let me see. They've been dating for two weeks and she's letting him drive her car all around. But are you driving to any jobs? Fill out any applications, my dude? Like, are you just riding around burning up my fuel? Like, what's I'm trying to understand. And there was also a scene where Keith was getting macked on by a dude, but I think he was scared to just, like, be free. And I just want Keith to be free. You're gay. It's okay. Live your life. And that's all I really got from love is. <laughs> I'm such trash. Um, Queen Sugar. Queen Sugar Wednesday nights. Both love is and Queen Sugar come on own. I was watching Queen Sugar and I just have major issues with Nova and Remy. You two get on my nerves. You know what I'm saying, Nova, I've, I've, I've been up and down with Nova over the last three seasons. I feel like she only knows how to function in chaos. You know what I'm saying? Um, and out of all of the people in the world, you, you follow through on feelings with your sister's ex? Like, girl, like what planet are you living on? You know what I'm like? That is just so foul to me you know what I'm saying and for you to have all of these strong opinions about everything that everyone does you know what I'm saying you're asking for like sympathy and understanding when you finally tell Charlie that you're dating Remy girl go fuck yourself because look you don't do these things to people okay if my sister came to me and told me that she was now dating my ex-husband both of them gotta die both of them have to be deceased and they can just share a little grave together, okay? You, and then Remy had the audacity to come over to Charlie's house at the end of the episode and try to... But she basically read him for filth and was just like, listen, you're gonna do what you're gonna do, but you better make damn sure you know what you're gonna do, okay? I read between the lines. 
She basically said, you break a heart, I kill your ass. Both of y'all shit, but she's still my sister. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and Micah, 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 listen to me. I know that Micah is trying to, you know, work his way through the trauma that happened with that police officer. And so, you know, he's got his pro-black friends and they're just out doing everything. But I'm questioning his commitment. You know what I'm saying? He always seems like nervous and scared and everything. And I'm like, but you're hanging out with a lot of people who are very um, steadfast and they're very comfortable with the decisions that they're making and you're just like okay and I said when they were planning to go back to their plantation I said Micah gonna be the one to fuck it up for him well he wasn't it was the other kid because they ended up burning down the, the um the slave shack and I was like just not smart you know what I'm saying but I just don't like Micah I just don't like him he's not a person that I could ever see myself being around because he always looks like a deer in headlights all the time he doesn't have a backbone you know he's very like he's a follower and I hate that shit you know what I'm saying and you know he tends to act like a, a spoiled rich kid and I hate that shit too he be talking to his mama all crazy and I'm like boy he was in my house mom would have slapped fire out of your ass do you hear me but um yeah, but I'm also interested to see how um, Charlie works these things out with the Landrys. Oh, 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 I cannot believe that I almost forgot to say this. Darla, let me just send a big fuck you to Darla, okay? Because, girl, you got some fucking nerve, okay? For you to be doing what you're doing to Ralph Angel, you are a special kind of... Oh, what's that line? What's that line from what's that line from the little rascals dear darla i hate your stinking guts you are the scum between my toes you make me want to vomit that is how i'm feeling about darla right now do you hear me girl you're literally going to try to take Ralph angel to court for 70 i can't do math what is it 70 30 70 40 7, 8, 9, 10, 70, 30 custody for Blue. Girl, have you lost your fucking mind? It was Blue and the Borderlands who were watching him while you were out shooting up and hoeing around, okay? But now you're spending your parents' money very wisely, but what are you going to do when Hurricane Charlie and Hurricane Nova on your ass? Because what you're forgetting is that Charlie got dough too, Okay? Oh, Darla, if she was here right now, I'd... I ain't hit nobody in a long time, but I super suck her ass. Do you hear me, girl? You just foul, okay? With your making a men's face ass. You got raw, all topsy-turvy, and he's broke things off with trend, and I'm just like, ugh, girl. I'm sorry, y'all. She just worked my fucking nerves. <laughs> she just worked my nerves. Oh, my God. I just... <laughs> I just wanted to go away. I just wanted to go away because she's got she got these big old balls now because she's gotten a decent job. But it's like you've gotten a decent job, but you're still leaning heavily on your parents. So you can take some of that bass out of your voice, okay? Take some of that bass out of your voice. I'm sorry. I think I watch too much television because I'm starting to get way too emotional. <laughs>
didn't get way too emotional. And but I think that's gonna be it for this week, you guys. Um like I say all of the time, I only talk about the things that I wanna talk about, not the things that all of social media is talking about. Um, I guess I could leave on this note. Um Everyone who knows me knows that I hate DJ Envy. I think he's a bitch. Um, I do not like Angela Yee because I think that she's two-faced. You know, she just sits around and lets the men dog the women um, interviewer interviewees that come onto the show. And in return, when, those, when someone dogs her, they just sit idly by, you know. And she's just weak sauce to me. Uh, and these people are from the Breakfast Club, if you don't know. And then there was Charlemagne, and Charlemagne was the only person that was keeping me, like, invested into the Breakfast Club, right? Uh, but I think I'm finally gonna have to just X Charlemagne off of my list and just shut that whole Breakfast Club thing down altogether because all of these things that are coming out about Charlemagne. They're just, it's just garbage. You know what I'm saying? And for you to make these jokes about rape and rape culture and your constant disrespect of women and all of these different things, my dude, you are a piece of shit, okay? And that weak ass apology that you came out with, I'm not buying it. I don't give a fuck about the fact that you had your wife come onto the show and all of these different things. You are a fucking predator, okay? And it's clear that you're still the same type of person from when that incident happened with that young lady that you are now. You still hold the same viewpoints on women. God bless your wife because she clearly can deal with your fuck shit, but... I'm not married to your ass, so I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, you're trash, my dude. Like, you're just such trash. And, you know, I really love his interviews. I really love when Charlemagne does his interviews. Because whenever Envy and Angela were the only two present for interviews, they just, they, they just sucked. You know what I'm saying? And I was so excited for Charlemagne and his show on HBO. Is it coming on HBO or Showtime? one of the premium channels and I was just so excited but now I really have to be like throw your whole shit away because I'm just I'm just disappointed and for all of these people who are caping for him I'm just like this dude is like admitting to raping this girl you can laugh it off and all of that shit but everything that you described was rape okay and it's fucked up I'm a victim of sexual assault. It's fucked up. Okay? You're a fucking predator. And that's how I feel about it. You know, I was gonna buy his new book because his last one was really good. I just have to just I just have to shut you down altogether. And I'm the type of person when I don't fuck with you, I don't fuck with anything that you do. Which is why like my Instagram, like the people I follow on Instagram has gone from like I'm gonna throw some numbers out. From like a thousand to five hundred. I don't follow that many people on Instagram, but you see what I'm trying to say. Like, when I'm done, I'm done. When I don't care anymore, 
I don't care anymore. And so I think I'm just done with The Breakfast Club. And The Breakfast Club was the only reason that I downloaded the stupid-ass iHeartRadio app. So I guess I can delete that shit off my phone, too. Delete all that shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you for listening to my raggedy-ass podcast. You are the best. You are the real MVP because you made it. 30 minutes into it and didn't turn it off so i appreciate you make sure you follow the show across all social media media twitter instagram and facebook make sure you follow my personal twitter if you want to i just be talking lots of shit and it's really funny when the person that i'm talking about replies because i think that is absolutely hilarious because you clearly have nothing better to do you're not as busy as you say you are But I am Petty by the Pound on Twitter at CDGray89. Um, you can join my Facebook book club, Chapter Chat Book Club. We're reading some great books these days. Make sure you listen to the other podcast that I co-host with my good friend Crystal Clear, the Reigning Opinions podcast, where our opinions reign supreme. On the last episode, I drugged the Braxtons for complete filth, and it felt so good to get that out of my system. Um, (laughs) Make sure you also listen to Crystal's podcast, Crystal Clear, the podcast, where clarity is her mission at all times okay but until next time you guys and i will see you next week bye